Have you struggled with self-confidence? Being over 50, I've had countless moments of self-doubt, from questioning my career choices to going through a divorce and trying to navigate the dating world as a single mom. Sometimes it feels like the doubts just keep piling up, but I know I'm not alone in this struggle. I am your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to be sharing the Beautifully Confident show, where we'll explore ways to grow our confidence inside and out. We'll hear from experts who have been through it all and learn practical tips for embracing our strengths and feeling more self-assured. I'm excited to embark on this journey of self-discovery and growth, and I hope you'll join me in overcoming our doubts and fears and become beautifully confident together. Hi, welcome to the Beautifully Confident Show, and I'm your host, Kelly Buckley. I wanted to share my recent presentation from New York City, from a global women's conference. I shared my story of the pivots that I made to reclaim my confidence and some steps that I took to implement mastering my day and elevating self-care habits so that I could step into a purposeful life and share that with other women to help other women start to transform. Listen, and I would love your feedback on what you thought of the presentation. Relax and enjoy. Confident podcast, TV show on Phoenix, mm -hmm. TV and a dynamic professional with years of experience in coaching and counseling, consulting. With her impressive range of expertise, she has guided countless women towards personal and professional transformation. Her coaching, coaching practice benefits from her Bachelor's of Science in Business, Cosmetology License, and Coaching Certification, providing valuable insight and strategic guidance to her clients. Her warm and empathetic approach, combined with personal experiences as a wife and a mother, helps clients balance work and family life, develop a positive outlook, and achieve their goals. With a passion for travel, food, and gardening, she creates a nurturing environment at home in enhancing her work-life balance both through unwavering support and guidance she empowers women to reach their full potential, leading them to fulfilling and successful lives. Please welcome Kelly Buckley. Well, hi. At this point of the day, I'm just talking to my good girlfriends here. <laughs> um, so, so you kind of just heard a lot about me, um, and I had a little different um, talk written out. But as a few people mentioned, we all have a lot of common things. We really do. So I'm not going to touch on a lot of those things that we already talked about because I feel like everybody's journey is more impactful. Um, and I, I was planning on sharing a little bit of it, but I feel like more of it will be a little more impactful. Um, I grew up in, in New Jersey, um, pretty, pretty standard, happy home. Um, I have a brother, my parents. Um, I was raised with the idea that I could just do anything. If I put my mind to it, I could do it. So I grew up with that idea. I also grew up with a very strong work ethic. I watched both of my parents work hard, do what 
ever needed to be done to take the next step. So in my mind, everybody worked hard at a skill or a profession until they could be self-employed. That's what my parents did. My father owned an excavating company, and I knew that I wanted to take that path and have my own business. I really wasn't sure what, but when I was 12, my mother went back to work, and that was to pay for college. Okay, I guess I'm definitely going to college. So that was spoken into me, was, yes, you're smart, and even through high school, I honestly didn't like school. I didn't like to read but it came very easy to me. So I got straight A's and that was spoken into me. You'll go to college. Okay, I'll go to college. So I picked, um, uh, my brother and I actually were the first to go to college. My parents didn't go to college. So we didn't quite have the guidance of what to pick. So I picked a small school. I went to Susquehanna University. And after I got there, I realized it was the same size as my high school. Yay! <laughs> um, which wasn't exactly what I was thinking for my college experience. Um, but through it, I realized, hmm, like I'm, I'm having this experience. I got a business degree. But while I was at, at college, I realized, hmm, I kind of like the social part. Like I love the, I love the party. I love all the fun stuff. I don't love the studying. And this isn't fun. And I actually considered dropping out. Um, and again, my, my mother came in and said, nope, you're going to finish. Fine, I'll finish. So my junior year, I decided I'm going to cosmetology school after this. This is what I'm doing. At that point, um, probably I'll be, I'll sure can figure out my age at some point in time here. Um, nail salons were on the rise and I thought I'm going to own a nail salon. That's what I'm going to do. So kind of weaving in and out of there, in my senior year, um, I met my future ex-husband. So, yes, future ex-husband. <laughs> um, but we do have, we have two, two fabulous kids. Uh, my son's 29, my daughter's 26. So I do, I have over the years started looking at what do each of our experiences give us and what's the benefit of them? Some of them may be bad at the time, but what can you glean from them that you can see this was the good part of it? Because they couldn't have happened without him. And he's not a terrible person. And we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. Um, so kind of just move along in life. Um, I went through cosmetology school and again knew I'm going to own my own business someday. That's, that's what you do, right? You get good at what you do, and then you, you buy a business or you start it or whatever the case may be. So I got started working, um, got married, had two kids within um, a two, two to three year time frame. So things just started moving fast, which is sort of where I started to just do the things. This is what you do next, and this is next, and this is next. It never really gave time to myself or relationships. So we've also heard about um, being heart-centered and, um, and head-focused. I've realized that I make my decisions from my heart, like I'm an emotional person, so I jump on the fun. 
So when I was invited to come here, I'm like, that sounds like fun. And after that, I'll be an international speaker. This will be fabulous. I'll do it. And didn't have any of the details. So it's been a, a great experience. Um, and yes, I'll be an international speaker after this. Um, but I tend to make those decisions from my heart without thinking through my head. But there's the whole other side of me that's extremely task-oriented, which is pretty much, it will get to you when I'm done doing this. So I realized my relationships really didn't develop over time. So as I was starting to work in my career, um, I was, remember I was gonna own my own business, but I was gonna acquire the skills first. But within six months of working in the industry, my boss stopped showing up for work. Because that's a thing. You can just not show up to your own business. <laughs> I, I know. It's, it's so strange. <laughs> so again, like, here's where I can thank my ex-husband. Because what he started to talk to me about was, you need to make an offer on that salon. And I thought... I've been doing this for six months. That's crazy. I'm not, no, <laughs> that's some crazy stuff. Um, and, and actually my whole story will be out, not the whole story, but probably pieces of it. I, have, I have, do have a chapter in um, a book coming out, which is called Don't Be Invisible, Be Fabulous. Mm -hmm. um, and the idea of it is that we do all have a story. And do we keep shrinking back and not sharing it? you never know who it's going to impact. Who is waiting to hear that story that says, I'm so similar to that. Oh my gosh. So what I started to realize was these opportunities kept presenting themselves. And what am I going to do with it? So, yes, I have an extremely good work ethic. And it didn't even occur to me to not go in, even though he wasn't going in. I would go and sit and read books until people showed up. Because I also moved three hours away from home. So after I graduated college, I moved to Pennsylvania, which is where I graduated from. So I knew only my husband's family and his friends. Those were the only people that would have supported me. So you heard I've lived my, my 30 years in the beauty industry. I've definitely had a theme of beauty and confidence with mostly women. Had some, some men in there. Um, if he ever hears this, he might not appreciate it. <laughs> His family and friends did not value looking good. <laughs> so they were not going to be huge supporters. They were small supporters. But that was how I knew I, that was where I was going to get my business started. Yeah, I, I know. Because <laughs> there, in this room, there are so, so many beautiful women. I'm like... This is just a room full of beautiful women. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so after six months, I did. I, I left a message on his answering machine and made an offer on his business. I totaled up what was in the salon. And if I could buy all those things, that's what I offered. Because I thought, you have run your business into the ground. And the only reason it's here is because I am sitting here reading Stephen King books, waiting for people to come in. Yes, that's what I read. I read that during the day, scare myself to death, and not be able to sleep at night. <laughs> so as I'm going through that, uh, 
again, next opportunity that came up to me. So I want you to start to hear the theme and maybe start to reflect on your own life. What opportunities present to you that you say yes to? And what opportunities are you like, mm, I'm kind of scared to do that. So the next opportunity that came up to me, and this is six months later, I went to a class, um, a class to learn how to do color for an international company. And I don't know where this came from. I guess I do. Thank you. <laughs> I sat in that class and I watched and I thought, I could do that better than her. <laughs> uh, so I asked my sales rep, um, you know, I, I think I could do this. And he said, well, she's getting let go. So would you like to interview? I said, sure. When I interviewed, I was also, I was pregnant. I don't remember how far along, but this is how long ago this was, because this would definitely not be a thing now. I, thought, I said to them, I will understand if you don't want to hire me because I'm pregnant. So you don't really know like what's going to happen. And fortunately they said, oh no, we want you. We're good. <laughs> so I started teaching for um, an international color company. So I have done lots of presentations with them, um, worked for them for about 10 years. The next opportunity that came up to me, I want you to realize like through all these years, I'm just getting up in the morning doing all the stuff with my kids, getting them ready, either going to teach color class, going into my salon for 10 to 12 hours a day, getting home, being pretty mean to everybody because I was task-oriented. I was done with my tasks for the day. Going to sleep, hit and repeat the next day. The next opportunity that was presented to me was to join a network marketing company. But yeah, I could do that and actually show people how to look good. Because what I'm starting to see with women through, through the years are they look in the mirror and see themselves after their hair is done, their makeup's done. And what do you think they say when they look in the mirror? There it is. Oh. It looks, it looks good now, but it'll never look like that again or turn themselves away from the mirror. So as I started going through, I started realizing, hmm, hmm, that's sad. So it just sort of sat with me as the years went on. Now, what I also didn't do through those years is I didn't sit down and write my goals. Does everybody write their goals? Have you always? Okay. <laughs> I, that's not something I learned. Having them was something I learned. Writing them was not something I learned. In my brain, I had it. In my brain, I was going to have a big salon with lots of stylists, not ever thinking about what the hiring process was going to look like, what the meshing process was going to look like. After having a bunch of stylists at one time, I thought, nope, that's a lot of chatter in my ears. <laughs> I don't want to hear all their stuff. Two to three is good. So I was okay with that. But writing those goals down seemed to be something I missed until I 
got a little bit further into network marketing. And then writing them was something I learned to do. So again, another piece of, hmm, hmm, kind of not being nice at the end of the day, which eventually after 10 years resulted in a divorce, which was my first, you better do something different if this is not the path you want to be on. My next opportunity was being introduced to going to um, a life coaching workshop. Again, this is, this is a long time ago. So life coaches were not, were not a thing. So she started talking about what she did, and I thought, oh, my gosh. Um, and she's not here, but somebody talked about not wanting to go through um, traditional counseling. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah, that was pretty much how I felt because mm -hmm. I thought, I lived it. I know what happened. I don't need to talk to you about it. <laughs> I need to know how to change it. How do I change this next step of my life? Because I'm not, I don't want to keep doing this. This isn't the place I want to live with going home, taking it out on my family, not developing relationships, not having good friends to turn to because I am just like, oh, sit down, I'll do your hair, happy all day, and then go home and be nasty all night. I thought this has to change. Still resulted in divorce. Um, very friendly now. But um, it, was, it was a process I felt that needed to happen to shake me up. But I did realize, like, wow. Made you, God, go through. But make me go through a lot. It made you work a lot to make me see what I was doing wrong. So that was my first pivot of I need to change what I'm doing. I need to start putting out a different vibration so that I'm getting back what I want. Because the next thing I started to realize was that I wasn't mentally and emotionally available. So what I started to attract was not available men. In <laughs> all sorts of ways. <laughs> Married, oh. Oh, we're separated, are you? <laughs> and that was, yeah. <laughs> and that was the next question. Are you available? So it was starting to look inside of me to see, oh, I'm kind of not. Because I'm still not in a good place. I still am just like my clients who are looking in the mirror saying, mm -hmm. I am still not confident and happy with myself. So I started to write things down and write out, what do I want in a partner? I have been married for 17 years now. So yes, it did move to the next step. <laughs> um, and write out my, my goals of what I wanted. My next goal was then, I don't want to be an older hairstylist. What do old hairstylist hands look like. Oh, oh they're nasty. <laughs> they're nasty. And that's what I said. I don't, I don't want old lady hairdresser hands. That was my quote. <laughs> You're not there yet. <laughs> so I started coming up with what was my next plan? Have you guys gone through seasons that you're like, 
I have lived in this season too long. I have overstayed my welcome here. And it is time to move on to that next step. But how do you clean that without writing your goals out or writing out what you want? It needs to be written out. So that was my next thought, was what do I want to do? And then the next thing that kept coming to me was, you can't chase two rabbits. Because I was working both my salon and network marketing. They were both making six figures. But I was so divided. I was, okay, okay, we're done. Bye-bye. Here's your six weeks. See ya. Gotta go. Because I gotta get to a party. I gotta get to a class. I got to do my next thing. And my brain was in so many different places that, again, those relationships were falling. I was not. I was relating to my team, but I didn't have friendships. I wasn't building anything. And again, in my brain, but not written down, I want to travel. I want to go to France and Italy and I want to see all these places. And Switzerland next. <laughs> so I started talking about selling my salon. I had a stylist who I knew that I wanted to um, sell it to. And finally, there was a point. I just, I just snapped. I said, if I have to pick up another piece of hair, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I am done. I'm done. I'm not chasing two rabbits anymore. I, and I also didn't quite assess, could this be a business for me as opposed to self-employment? So again, looking at what you have in front of you that could be bigger. What could be bigger? What could be different? What could look a little different and make you more money and be part of your life that isn't killing you? I sold it, moved on. <laughs> Led my team to uh, a higher point in, in our business. Um, I'm in the top 1% of that company and, and still am. But something that came to me within during COVID was um, the Bob Proctor program, which again talks about, you know, more... Um, you know, putting out what you want back. And it actually started the ball rolling of, I have been coaching and consulting for years, but not conveying the knowledge that I've gotten from my own life. And some of those pieces are what I've implemented into my coaching program, which we'll talk about. But that that program just started a whole snowball effect of me creating Beautifully Confident, which is trademarked, is mine. (laughs) But how I came up with it was, I want all women to look in the mirror and feel and look at themselves like, I am beautifully confident. I can do what I want to do. So how does that start? How does that process start? We'll talk about that in a second. Are you fed up with feeling exhausted and drained? I was some years ago until I took action to reclaim my confidence. 
Are you ready to regain your self-assurance and dive into a fulfilling professional journey that you adore? It's time to embrace the perfect blend of self-care and effective time management. Book a strategy call with me on my Beautifully Confident podcast website, where we'll team up and design a seamless work-life action plan tailored just for you. Take a peek at my 12-week She Elevates Now program, where we delve into the depths and establish lasting habits that will transform your life. Let's partner up and make magic happen. So the podcast started with the idea of, I just really started to dive deep in why am I passionate about that? And that's really what came out was too many women don't look at themselves and feel beautifully confident. And where did that start for you? Where did that start coming in? How did you get to the point of living in this space of, ugh, if I could just lay in bed a little bit longer so this day just doesn't start? And how long do you live in that space and not claim your next step in life? So that's something I work with women first about. Because if you don't go back to see, how did I adopt this whole attitude? Where did it come from? You can't change it. And I'm not saying to live there, but acknowledge how it came about. As you were growing up, did you, what did you hear? Oh, oh, you're, you're really good at math. You should be an accountant. You're a really good writer. You should be an English teacher. What did you hear? Did you start to live in that life before you even got to say what you wanted? Because I think we, we all know we don't, our brains aren't fully formed until after 18. So what we do at that point when we graduate is what we've heard. What did we hear from our parents, our teachers? Um, and if you're, if you're insightful enough to say, this isn't where I want to be or live or do, then yes, you, you make your own way and move on. But for a lot of us, we just take that input and do something with it. For me, it was college. Hey. <laughs> for me, it was college um, when I wasn't really sure what I wanted. But I still look at that experience as a growing experience, um, as well as, honestly, I wouldn't have my two kids if I didn't do it, because I wouldn't have ended up in Pennsylvania. So, um, but anyway, so that just started the ball rolling for my whole concept of what, how else can I help women? I can sure sit you down, do your hair, help you with your skincare and your makeup. I can do all of that. I can coach you through that business. I can work on that. But then there's that piece. If you don't, still don't believe in you, you're still not moving on to that next step. So it's that first piece of looking at how did you claim the life you have? Where is it? Why are you there? And then the second piece, as I mentioned, my theme of task, 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 task. And one, one story that totally sticks out in my head because my husband, my husband is, he is extremely people oriented. And he asked me, um, I had a, uh, also a background in accounting through college. He asked me to do an audit on the fire company books one day. We're walking over, our neighbor came out and he said, Hey, I made brownies. You guys want to come in and have some? And I had something else to do. And I'm like, where we sat there for all the time that I would have done the audit. And I'm like, 
So we leave and he said, I said, I can't help you now. I have to go. And he says, well, that was really important that we sat with him and talked. And I'm like, there it is. We are, we're so different. And I want to be more like you because I want to value somebody that says, Hey, I made brownies. Come in and have them. Do you want to send that brownies? <laughs> um, so the next, the next thing that I started to realize was I really needed to work on that. So it started to also help me develop my morning and evening routine because they were non-existent. And it is starting out with gratitude, exercise. I think all the things we talked about. Um, but something I focus on is let me help you develop yours. I read so many um, man-written books about morning and evening routines, and they're very male-oriented. And I thought, well, where's the part of getting ready and looking good for your day and presenting your best self? So like I mentioned, you're all so, so beautiful. You are here representing your businesses. You get three seconds, if that, to make that first impression. And if you're not presenting what you want, you're done. Now it takes so much longer for me to get that trust factor back to, back with you. Um, and then the, the, the last piece is that, that self-care piece. What does it look like for you? Is it, what does your self-care look like daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly? What do you allow yourself to do? Because if you are not sitting down in those time frames and saying, I am taking care of myself, I'm taking that quiet time. I'm thinking about this. I'm writing it down. How do you know when you've had success? That was the piece I missed, is that all of these things I had, I have looked at so far as failures because they didn't get to the point that I thought they would. But I didn't take the time to write it down. How did I know I got to success or not? What does it look like for you? So that those are the three pieces of, of my coaching program is looking at how you got where you are, working on that time management. And I know we can't manage time, but you can allocate it and you can decide where it goes. And then working on what does your self-care look like? And is it presenting yourself with who you want people to see you as? All of that is on my website. It is beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com. So you can connect with me. I actually think I may have connected with all of you in this room on LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever else you have. Are you fed up with feeling exhausted and drained? I was some years ago until I took action to reclaim my confidence. Are you ready to regain your self-assurance and dive into a fulfilling professional journey that you adore? It's time to embrace the perfect blend of self-care and effective time management. Book a strategy call with me on my Beautifully Confident podcast website, where we'll team up and design a seamless work-life action plan tailored just for you. Take a peek at my 12-week She Elevates Now program where we delve into the depths and establish lasting habits that will transform your life. Let's partner up and make magic happen.
Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.